Maria Chow, 104.5 The Zone, Brent Doherty, Don Davenport. There she is. <laughs> I just took a bite. Hi, happy Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Who takes a bite three seconds before we go in the air? I know. And you know I go to you first, even though you told me I should go to Ron Slay first. <laughs> Zone TV's got it all. <laughs> Hit us up on Zone TV. You can watch the show live. The Periscope hey, link is what out is on, on Twitter from the Zone Facebook page or from the Zone Twitter feed. And uh, it soon will be from the 3HL Twitter feed. Close. Facebook Live. YouTube, which is the biggest audience. Subscribe. We love all y'all subscribing, man. That's really, really cool. And then uh, Twitch. Download Twitch, the app. Yep. There she goes. She got it up. It's game week. It is game week. Huh? Turn me up, yo. The NFL season begins tomorrow. Turn me up. Dallas and Say Tampa Bay. Turn me up. Say it again. The, Turn me up. The NFL season begins tomorrow. <laughs> Dallas and Tampa Bay. So... There's already sharp money on the Buccaneers. The line is up to eight. I'm not touching it. Whoa, I wouldn't really? touch it with your money. Yeah, that's uh, that is that's, that's big. Like a setup. I hate the NFL. That I, I hate that I'm not going to touch the first one. Well, you got to touch something, yeah, you gotta, right? You got to go dabble in something. Yeah. Sorry, it's Ron and I are jacked. <laughs> yeah, we in it because we just listened to Dion's pregame speech. Yeah, Coach serious. Prime was going at it, wasn't hey, he? Man, Coach was Prime, serious. man, he was serious about it. Yes, yeah. it was. And yeah. they went out and won. Yeah. Yes, they did. It was time. Yeah, it was. It was time. <laughs> oh, Coach Brown would be so happy for you, Babs. I know. <laughs> we got to pull a string. I'm going to That was the whole message of the thing, right? Like, he kept coming back to, it's time. It's time. Yep. I got you everything you wanted. What did y'all say y'all needed? They said, we needed jerseys. You got jerseys. You wanted names on the back? We got names on the back. You wanted new helmets? You got new helmets. So, guess what, y'all? It's time. Hey, man. He kept going back to it. Oh. You, you were going on and on about it. Maybe we should play some of that uh, as we get ready for TSU. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Ooh it's in the Liberty Bowl with uh, with Coach Prime. Uh, Eddie George uh, with his debut. Man, nope. hard-fought game against Grambling, and, and uh, they were in it. Couldn't get off the field uh, with Couldn't about two minutes to go on defense. A third down they converted into a first down, and, and, uh, and that was it. But uh, the team showed fight for sure, and – Look forward to the Southern Heritage Classic coming up on Saturday. Uh, tons of football to talk about. That's obviously why we love this time of year. And there's, there's tons of Titans news. Again, Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, and Ron Slay. Hit us on Twitter at 3HL1045. If you aren't following us on Twitter, make sure you get that done. At 3HL1045. Great way to interact with the show. Our DMs are open. Um, I, and, I, and, I, and I'm shocked if y'all not following us. That's what I'm. Let me just throw that out there. I'm I thought shocked. you were going to say you're shocked that our DMs are open. No, no I don't check. Open. I don't check them very often. But I know, need the code to me, check them. I'll be responding to people. <laughs> I, I try What's up, to. y'all? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're going in. I don't think I've ever looked at him. <laughs> y'all can handle that. Smart I, move on your part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, at Don Davenport to Ian at Rod Slate 35 at Brent Doherty. Yeah. Um, my DMs are not open. <laughs> Dude, you had a Snapchat account we went into one day and Oh. That was the wow. last time. <laughs> like if you I don't think I've gone back into that Snapchat account. Since. Really? If you you, you would be amazed. If they you want to see playing. the worst of the male population, <laughs> go look at my inbox and my Snapchat account 
and the number of pictures of things that nobody yeah. wants to see yeah. in there are just insane. <laughs> they should have been playing Welcome to the Jungle. It was like walking No in kidding. <laughs> no kidding. Hey, we do have our, our very first Titans injury report. Oh. Wait, it's wait, not a game got? week till we have our very first Titans injury report. There's wait, only three guys on it. Wait, what do you got? Should you have to do that though? Like Brady, Brady didn't. He didn't have to do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> last year. Man. I mean, um, yeah. Whatever happened to that? Yeah. That's a good point, Ryan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Brady was what never on the was. injury report. What happened was <laughs> he was on the injury report was. every week in New England. Yep. Every, every week. week. Every regardless. single week. Yeah. Healthy yep. or not healthy, anyway. Yep. Yep. He was on it. Um, Too extreme. You want Titans the three? Do it. Linebacker David Long, a hamstring limited participation today. Uh, corner Chris Jackson, hammy limited participation today. Wide receiver AJ Brown, knee did not practice today. Sounds like last year. Mm. Well, I like it then. I mean, he always had that yeah. midweek day off with the knee. Yeah. Always. Yeah, I don't like it. From a Titan perspective. Not seeing him does that, today. Does it concern you or do you just go by like this is what he does? It it concerns me because it's still something. Mm-hmm. Right? And, even and though that's that's yes. And even though that's how it was last year, I mean, you saw him. There were numerous times in in different games where he'd go down and I thought he wouldn't come back. He'd he'd go out for a, a series or two and he'd make it back, but there were times you could see that he was banged up last year. So yeah, it concerns me from that standpoint because here we are, start of the year, and and same stuff. You want him out there ready to go, null and void. I mean, I just like I'm all about giving the and, and Coach Frabel is is great about this and and is big on this as far as rest and mm-hmm. finding days during the week for guys that you know in the past have battled injuries and and I get that and I'm great with that, but man, it's week one. Yeah, I just it would just be nice to not not have something small to, to worry about, right? So David Law and Chris Jackson limited with a hammy, A.J. Brown knee. Um, so that's where we are. Yeah, the soft tissue stuff, though, even those, even though those guys are rotational players. it's uh, Yeah, those hamstrings. Yeesh. That's a concerning thing. Titan center Ben Jones, right guard Nate Davis are off the COVID reserve list. They were both at practice today. Julio Jones was there, as Don just mentioned, A.J. Brown. Uh, not there. The Titans announced their captains for 2021. Let us hear them. Were you a captain? Oh, yeah. Was that important to you? Yes. Yep. Especially my senior year. Junior and senior year was really important. Freshman and sophomore, I was more of a vocal leader. Get out of my way. Yeah, yeah, I was a vocal captain. <laughs> <laughs> vocal captain. Vocal captain. <laughs> yeah, I ain't really had to lead. We had, we had some dogs in front of me leading, so. You yeah. said Jerry Green one time said, "Hey, can you calm it down a little bit?" You're yeah, like, don't ever tell me that. Yeah, because I, I did, and I looked, I looked stupid out there. I was trying to calm, calm down, down is the worst two words to put together yeah, like, and tell somebody what? ever. Calm down. So what's what's watch, wrong with me? So when you watch tape of the calm down, Ron's late. Ah, uh, he ain't nothing. That was it. It was yeah, over. No, nah, he ain't nothing. No, nah, that's late. No, nah, he, he ain't gonna get it done. Oop, not at all. You were like, who is that guy? Yeah, he, he take his headband off and everything. Like. Oh, really? Yeah, I ain't nothing. All right, tight. <laughs> Sorry for the side side note there. I thought that was funny. Uh, Titans announced their captains for 2021. Quarterback Ryan Tannehill. Players Tannigan. voted, by the way. Oh, players this, voted, this yes. was not a variable call. It's players voted for it. Like it. Go ahead. Sorry. I think they voted well. 
Quarterback Ryan Tannehill, running back Derrick Henry, safety Kevin Bayard. Isn't that what they call him on national TV? <laughs> yeah, Bayard. Still. Bayard. still. Uh, defensive lineman Jeffrey Simmons, captain for the first time. Jeff. Big Jeff, man. I enjoyed watching him last year with everybody circled up around him and him just screaming in the end zone before the game. Because, mm-hmm. look, you know, Brett Kern with people like, no offense to Brett. I love Brett. Y'all know that. But with people circled up around Brett and Brett screaming at people, that's a different deal than, mm-hmm. like, big A Jeff Simmons. Yeah. Doesn't hit the same? No. Not quite. Kinda, the punter yeah. the punter getting jacked doesn't hit the same. <laughs> you, you hey, Brett Kern is a captain, though. Brett don't ta- is don't a take that away from him. Mm-hmm. And he should be. Yeah, so two like offensive the- guys, two defensive guys, and a special teamer. You got to have the one guy that's like the good, wholesome dude where you can be like, hey, look at what Brett's doing, man. Look, he's over there. It's like in like in uh, high school. He's leaving yeah, it better yeah. than he saw it. Look, he's yeah. over there picking up plastic bottles yeah. to throw away. Look <laughs> then, at Brett. Then you got me over there throwing bottles at him. <laughs> Pick this one up. <laughs> Why don't you try to kick that thing in the garbage can? Can you do it? Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. Who would you need? Pre-game speech. Oh, my bad. Go through the cap. No, Big Jeff. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now we did see some uh, some some locker room stuff last year where we understood what kind of role Derrick Henry had ver- yeah. vocally in the locker room mm-hmm. um, that I didn't know about honestly, yeah. um, and, and so uh, he definitely is that guy too. But uh, it's yeah. some that it, it comes with timing. Like when Derrick Henry speaks up, it's, it's about timing. Julio speaks up, it's about timing to me if they were to speak up. But Jack Rabbit, Taylor Lewan, or Jeff Simmons. Let's do it for me. Let's do it. Give me everything so J- you got. Jackrabbit will be that guy that you were looking for before they signed Jackrabbit, the fool. Bingo. And you mean fool by a gra- uh, in a great way. Yes, without question. Just the, the confidence guy, borderline arrogant, say anything he's going to say, not going to back down. Yep. And if you've got a problem with it, get out the way. Right. Or come see me. I, you don't want to do neither. <laughs> so, so, so he's he's down on the he's like the low key captain. Yeah, Jack Rabbit. He's yeah. over here in the corner. So when things like he feels like something else needs to be said, that's when he talks. A little addition to it. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Burke Nihill, president and CEO of the Titans, said today that Nissan Stadium will host Warren Central's home game next Thursday, which is awesome. Nihill said at this point there is no plan to, uh, to require fans to show proof a vaccination to enter Nissan Stadium for home games. And uh, that's uh, the Titans report. There you go. I hope we hold on to that. When we come back, Coach Mack, presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans, will join us. We'll get into this Titans-Cardinals matchup in great detail next. Stay tuned. 3HL 104.5 The Zone. I'm glad that everything. 3HL 104.5 is on. Will Coach Prime be playing this song in the locker room in the Liberty Bowl before taking on Eddie George? I don't, I don't, you know what? I think if it was up to him, he would, but I doubt it because the generation that he's coaching probably ain't got a clue. No, they don't, but you need to expose the younger generation to what the old heads went through. Yeah, then they'll get the point of laughing. I don't think you want that before the game. <laughs> <laughs> Coach Prime and Eddie George going at it at the uh, Liberty Bowl this weekend. Looking forward one. to that one. That is fun. Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, Ron Slay with you. Man, it's dark in downtown Nashville. So it is, which makes it dark in here. 
Yeah, but, you know, we've been instructed to keep the blinds a certain way to make Dawn look better on his own TV. And- and by the way, that is not my instruction. I want the blinds okay. up. Yes, he does. I'd rather it be bright in here and you when not I- be able to see me. When I came in the studio, <laughs> Dawn Davenport was calling Joe Hunk names I haven't heard since the 80s. They were, they were, I, probably, I-, I probably would get fired for calling you some of those. <laughs> Call HR. Mm-hmm. I'm an open mic away is what you I- always say. I always say that. But you know why? Can do you want me to tell you the story real quick? Yes, I love it. And they, because so, I want Coach Mack to to react to this. Okay, so this is why because <laughs> I didn't have makeup on when I got in here, and I was like, you know what? I think I'm just not going to wear makeup today. And so yeah, we've and got then, the soft focus. We've got the right. the mm-hmm. you know the l- lower lit room. So that's mm-hmm. what I said. Hunk walked in the room. I told him the same thing. Basically, I said I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put it on today. Right. I'm just not gonna I'm not going to. Okay. I'm not putting it on. He was that. like, uh, I think you need to for every <laughs> for everyone involved. For the betterment of everyone. For the betterment of everyone involved. I mean, literally, I, I opened the door right after he said that, and the next ah. thing I heard was, you. Now, beforehand, because Coach Matt just complimented me on the phone, I want to make sure. Uh, I thought that she was talking about not have the camera on today. She's like, See, like, hey, I just don't have makeup on today. I'm just not going to put the camera on. Isn't it like I'm a like, dude to just talk yeah. in circles around It's a around hell of it. a cover. Yeah. It's a hell of- but I will say that was very out of character for Joe Hunt because he never says anything mean. See? <laughs> so See? I was, so like, I was telling the truth. That's why I was kind of like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, so I again, I was saying it's better to have you on the stream. It's better for everybody involved Even that's without watching. Makeup. Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. Now my comment okay. makes sense. And yeah, now we'll we bring see. in Coach Mack, presented Aww. by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Coach Mack, what do you think about all this? Take him to the woods here, Coach Mack. Well, first of all, let me just say this. The the great job that Joe Hunk did for Rhett and I last night on Mac Talk, following up you guys at Buffalo Wild Wings, I can never say anything bad about Joe Hunk. Yes. And and the other thing is, uh, nobody ever say anything bad about Dawn either, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's like is. my bodyguard. You know it. <laughs> I love it. It's game week on a Wednesday, Coach. Uh, yes. We finally made it, man. Uh, how excited are you to, to kind of get this NFL thing going? Well, this is what this is why you do all the work. I mean, this is what you work for, and you only get 17 chances at it, and you only get one chance at the opener. And the opener's here at home. It's two. It's two really uh, good athletic teams playing one another. When you really start grinding film and get down to what the matchups are going to be, it's going to be uh, it's going to be very interesting. I mean, I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. I mean, look, I I had a great weekend watching games last weekend. You know, that collegiate last weekend to me was outstanding. I mean, I thought that was really good. I heard you talking, you know, about the about uh, uh, Coach Prime, and I watched that Jackson State FAMU game. I watched all yeah. Eddie George's game. I mean, uh, to me, guys, I mean, this is this time of year. The other thing that made me so happy, and then we'll start talking about the the Cardinals here in a minute, is that just watching those fans, the stands full, mm-hmm. all those collegiate games. I mean, what went on up there at Wisconsin at Camp Randall? Oh. I played at Camp Randall when I was at TCU. What was going on there at Virginia Tech? The fans in the stands down there in Knoxville? Come on, man. It, it, it's With fans in the stands right now, Whoa! you can't help but feel good about it. I, I Take me there, Coach. You brought up Knoxville. I can't, and we're going to talk about this at 4 o'clock. I can't figure out that Tennessee-Pittsburgh game. 
Well, I mean, I you know, I, I do a lot of work on that because we, you know, we do the statewide coach to coach yep. for twenty weeks now. After following up the thirty two weeks we did locally coach to coach, so I've I've looked at I've looked at Pittsburgh too. I, I watch a lot of film this time of year. I know that shocks you, but I'm uh, I've I've watched some Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's really good defensively. Yep. Just know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, what about Vanderbilt? Clark Lee's got a tough tough road ahead, doesn't he? Well, he came into a tough situation. I mean, he. He came into a situation, you know, of course, when he got the job, they didn't have any players. They had players leave. You're only as good a coach. I coached, I've, I coached in this league over half my adult life. My best coaching years was when I had the best players. I mean, that's just the way it works. And so he's, he's got some work to do there, but I know this, he'll, he will dig in and do the work. But uh, until you can get players in the Southeastern Conference, uh, even look, you get East Tennessee State comes in here, and they've had more time to get players. It's always about the players once you start playing the game, and they just don't have enough players right now, bottom line. All right, let's talk about Arizona and uh, Tennessee, yeah. um, and, and let's start with Kyler Murray. I, I thought Bud Dupree made an interesting point on Buck's show today. He talked about what makes that guy dangerous, aside from his athleticism, is that he's not a very big guy, so he's slippery. And he knows how to kind of contort his body in a way to not absorb a big hit, but also to make you miss. And that's a challenge. Well, it is a talent. I mean, I look, he reminds me more of anybody in the in the present day. Of he, he's like Russell Wilson was. I had a lot of work defensively against Russell Wilson uh, those years I was with the Rams, and he was in Seattle twice a year. And 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 the thing about both of those guys is they're not just run around guys because defensively, when you play guys like this. You have to play plus one defense, and plus one defense means you've got to account for the quarterback as a runner, both scheduled and off schedule. That makes a difference how you deploy your defensive people. And when they start spreading out, especially in 10 personnel with number splits, I mean, it, there gives him a lot of room to operate. And the difference between he and Lamar Jackson, uh, he can throw it better. I mean, this guy's got a Major League Baseball arm, right? I mean, he was drafted, you know, you know, in Major League Baseball, too. This guy's got a really a strong arm, and he can make off-platform throws when he's moving and make them all across the field. So this is a dangerous, dangerous guy and uh, progressively has gotten better in each of the two seasons he's played in this league, and he's, he's a threat, and he, he opens that offense up. And I think Cliff Kingsbury – you know, this being his third season, he understands a little bit more now of what, how he can adapt what he's doing with that offense to what the National Football League is. So this is a dangerous, dangerous team offensively because they've got skilled people. And, and to me, you know, we, talk, we know what DeAndre Hopkins is, right? I mean, we know him. We know what he is. One of the best collision combat catchers there is in the league. A.J. Green, you know, here's, here's what A.J. Green is. He's a premier receiver that now doesn't have to be the number one guy. Right. And I think they're at Cincinnati. And he, he wanted out of Cincinnati. Let's just be honest. But now, you know, he's not going to draw the double teams as long as Hopkins in there. And if they, if they run 11 personnel, you've got Christian Kirk in the slot. And you've got Rondale Moore, the rookie from Purdue, that's going to be in there with DeAndre Hopkins. They've got some people you've got to worry about. Coach Mack, I think that was a great comparison with him and um, Russell West. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Russell Wilson. Wrong sport. Uh, <laughs> I would love to see Russell Westbrook behind center. He, would yeah. play, he, would, he, he would, might be a problem, yeah, actually. He would be with that energy. Um, but Russell Wilson, I watched him a lot when he was coming out of college and knew he was going to be really right. good. But I think, you tell me if I'm wrong, 
it's different to plan for a guy that's just back there running around and running and scrambling to run. These guys do a lot of scrambling to keep plays open for the type of receivers they have. They're scrambling not to take off the run, but to keep the play alive to give them the receivers a chance. So don't you plan differently for that? Well, absolutely. And the issue is, as a defensive coach, when you're playing this type of an offense and this type of a quarterback, first of all, your rush pattern is different against this guy. I mean, you don't have to go screaming up the field. You've got to do what you call cage rush. Mm-hmm. And you've got to have planned lane rushes, cage rushes, and also your edge people can't run off the edge uh, really fast because if they do that and they don't squeeze and constrict and you and you you fill up you know those the, the A and the B gaps up across the center then you've got you give him too much room to operate but when when he starts moving they have planned plays and planned places that these receivers by their first positioning are going to be in right. once he starts moving and so you have to work on what you call plaster in the back end whether you're in man or zone once he starts to move then all of a sudden you're into plaster techniques in the back end where you've got to latch on man-to-man to whoever comes in your area, and you can't look back at the quarterback because then, and you're right, a lot of it is planned. A lot of it is planned movement. When you're playing a quarterback like this, there's a play that's called in the huddle, and then there's a play that happens after the ball is snapped, which sometimes can be completely different. So it's a big challenge defensively. As I said, you got to play plus one defense. Coach Mack with us on 3HL, presented by Farm Bureau Healthlands. Need great health care coverage at an affordable price. Let Farm Bureau Healthlands coach you through it. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. To get in more detail about DeAndre Hopkins, um, Titans fans uh, have, have seen um, some unbelievable performances against this team from that guy um what 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 kinds of things can you do to try to slow him down a little bit do, do you stay at home with, with your corners do you do you put jackrabbit on him for instance and have him follow him around what what do you do regardless of what you do whoever's matched on him regardless you know that you're going to have to play very physical and and he this is one of the better contact catchers in the league First of all, he's got two giant bear traps on each end of his arms, all right? I mean, the ball just does not get away from him once it gets around him. His catch radius is big, but his ability to hold on with with contact is really, really big. The other thing is, he's one of those receivers, Brent, uh, and when you you watch him, he really likes close contact coverage because that's when he excels. And he's not the biggest guy, but he is extremely strong, and he is one of the better pure combat catchers in the league and has been his whole career. That's been his strength is because you can have him covered, he can still come down with it. So it's a fight consistently whenever he is. And here's the other thing, too. He's a very, very good nuanced uh, receiver because he knows how to run routes, and when he gets somebody on his hip – He doesn't worry so much about separation early because he is so strong at the collision catch point. And this this guy's a problem. He is. He's been a problem his whole career, and he's still a problem. And this is going to be a guy. And if you're a quarterback, and we talked about the quarterback being on the move, this is a guy that you don't mind throwing it to if he's tightly covered because more than likely he'll come down with it. 
So this defense, obviously, this Titans defense going to come out with a little bit of, at least those that were on the actual team last year, going to come out with a little bit of chip on their shoulder. Captains came out today. Uh, Kevin Byard, obviously one of them, not a surprise there. Jeffrey Simmons, the other one voted on by players. What have you seen from him from that leadership vocal standpoint? We saw a little bit, I think, I feel last year. And and what have you kind of seen into this year from Jeffrey Simmons and, and how much Will, you know, a Danico Autry and some of the pieces they put around him help him even more this year? Yeah, Don, as far as, you know, uh, captains that are voted by the, by the players, it's very, very important. And, and, and really what you, what you know about this, and this is from, you know, all of my years of coaching in this league and, and, you know, having captains and knowing what they do, you know, what they do, you know, regardless of who they huddle up around before a game and regardless of what their importance is, is the messages they're carrying during the week. The locker room. That's the that's the important, and that's where that's where that leadership shows up, and their leadership shows up during the week as to how they prepare in the in the meeting rooms, and then how hard they and how they practice and what they do on the practice field. But the the vocalizing for captains in the National Football League, because you're you're talking about a 53 man roster, you know that that's active, and then you're also talking about the 16 on the practice squad. That's a lot of people, but their vocalization is even more in the locker room than people know. If you're if you if you're around it and you're in the building, you you know who the captains are because what they say matters. What they say when you have a team meeting and they stand up, what they say matters. What they say matters when you get into the breakdown rooms. And uh, that's why Brett Kern, that's why Brett Kern's a captain. 13 years here and, and, the, and the type of player that he is and the type of preparation that he puts in, when he stands up in a special teams meeting and starts talking about what they have to do uh, the, each week to be successful, people listen. And so that's the kind of respect that those guys have from their teammates. Coach Mack, presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Uh, as the Titans uh, lay out their offensive game plan, I, I'm looking at Arizona's defensive system and personnel. I, I would guess their primary goal is to try to slow down Derrick Henry and work from there. What What do the Titans need to do against guys like J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones and Isaiah Simmons and Buda Baker? They've got They've got some legit players out there. No, this is a legitimate team athletically. It really is. And they've got good – look, I know Vance Joseph you know, very well. You know, Marcus Robertson's his secondary coach on that staff, oh. on that staff too. But getting to Vance, Vance has always been a pressure coach since he's been in this league and since he's been a coordinator. And so – but he's going to have to make a decision now because of the personnel. You know, if he gets 11 or 12 personnel up there, he's got to make a decision how many people he is going to commit do the line of scrimmage, especially in conflict downs, which are first and second downs. He's got to make that decision. And sooner or later, if Derrick Henry starts running on them, now he's going to play a 3-4 front, but he's going to move people around, and he's got movable pieces. I expect him to play J.J. Watt. You know, they've got him listed as a defensive end, which is a five technique and a base 3-4. I expect him to be several places along the front, especially when they go to their sub packages. But let's just talk about what they're going to do against the base 11 personnel. They've got to make a – he's got to – Vance Joseph, guys, has to make a decision. You know, am I going to play coverage and lighten the box a little bit and be willing to play rope-a-dope with the run game and be able to do something to, to get some help 
you know, to, to where Julio is and get some help to where A.J. is and take my chances with Josh in the slot and then with Ferkser at the tight end? Or am I going to say we're not going to let you run the ball and take my chances with those one-on-one matchups early? That's what I'm looking to see early on in the ball game to see what Vance Joseph and his defensive staff are going to think about. When I was a defensive coordinator and played several teams that had this kind of personnel on offense that was a real threat, uh, if the running game, if I was willing to rope-a-dope the running game a little bit, I, was, I would be willing to do that and play coverage and lighten the box up a little. The, the issue with doing that against Derrick Henry is he can take it to the house. Mm. All right? Mm-hmm. And so when you've got someone that can take it to the house like that, then you've got to rethink and recalibrate a little bit as a defensive coordinator. That's going to be that, – that strategy is going to be a very interesting thing I'm going to be looking at when I'm broadcasting this game on Sunday. Oh, that you just talking about the decision. Here's your decision. <laughs> that like a, that stresses yeah. me yep. out as yep. a defensive coordinator. <laughs> that is a beautiful thing for a, a Titans fan right there. Um, Coach, you mentioned A.J. Brown. And obviously, he was on the first injury report today, did not practice, according to said injury report. We saw that a lot out of him last year. Um, I think actually Wednesdays were kind of his day where he, he didn't practice last year. How concerned are we about that with the listed as a knee injury? Are you talking about we or are you talking about me? <laughs> Those are two different things. Those are they? two different things. Let's, let's start with you, Coach. <laughs> Zero. Okay. None. He had zero. He had he had, he had all season surgery. He's look. He's going to have maintenance all the way through, which is which is perfect. He's been practicing, okay. And so that my my concern zero. Okay, that's all we needed. That's it. Um, I mean, I'll, I know he played all last year without practicing on Wednesday, yeah, so no, sure. <laughs> he did well, just and, fine. And plus, and plus, he had, he had all season surgery, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Coach, he I was got talk- fixed. I was talking with Joe Hunk uh, before the show, and he brought up a great point about Rodney Hudson, the center. Um, what kind? What, what's the benefit of the Cardinal for the Cardinals acquiring that guy? Well, I'll tell you why Steve Kahn did. By the way, Joe Hunk comes in. We talk ball during breaks of Mac Talk with yeah, Rick we Bryan, yeah, and we, we you know, we as I said, we follow you guys on Buffalo Wild Wings. And by the way, I thought Darrington Evans. I thought that was a great segment with him. Those mm-hmm. uh, the, the times that he was with you guys last night, didn't thank, you? Thank I mean, you. I he was good, he did, wasn't he? He was fantastic. Yeah, he was. He was really good. And and Rhett and I with Mac Talk will be will be right after you guys all season. So uh, we're, I'm looking forward to that. The uh, you know, when Joe comes comes in, Joe comes in and asks some good football questions, and I hope I have answers for him. Let's get to Rodney Hudson. Anytime you're going to play a spread offense, you're going to have your quarterback in the shotgun. A big thing that you have to do, because a lot of people, uh, you know, when, when they play against this type of offense, they're going to have some automatic things they're going to do, and they're going to change and bogey and come down. Uh, your quarterback, all right, because he's in the shotgun most of the time, you need somebody to be able to make some calls along the line of scrimmage that are closer to the line, that's closer to the line of scrimmage. When your quarterback's under the center, he can do a lot of that stuff. When he's backed off back there, you need a center that can be able to make some of those line changes, can make some of those switches, especially even if you're off the ball as a quarterback and you're running some check with me stuff. Rodney Hudson can do that. And that's a prime example of why Steve Kime went to get him. Love it, Coach Mack. Coach Mack, you know what? This is my first time being able to talk to you during football season. You know what the difference is? What's that, Ron? I hear football in your voice, Coach. Yeah. I hear football well, all in it. your voice. 
And you know what, Ron? And that's and that's what I learned when I first came into this league because I was so excited. You know, when I got to training camp and we'd practice against teams, and the veteran coaches would say, "Just wait till the regular season." Yeah. And then then preseason would start, and I said, "God, this is great." And they said, "Just wait till the regular season." <laughs> Guess what? Yeah. There is a different level. Yeah. I promise you. Yeah. And so I'm glad you can hear it because it's real. Yeah. What you work for? That's what you it. said. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Coach. Don, tell the people in Arizona State, Coach Mac said hello. I will, Coach Mac. They, uh, I already told them I know you, so they're taking care of me. <laughs> Perfect. See you. All Thanks, right, Coach, Coach Mac, presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Check out his new podcast too, uh, with Amy Wells uh, on the podcast network here at the Zone. Hey, when we That's come back, Fridays. yeah, Austin Huff from CorkBats dot com. Ask him what he wants to to go off about today. He's like, I'm not going to go off necessarily, but I've got the top five reasons the Titans will win the Super Bowl. That's coming up next, 3HL 104.5 The Zone. Mm-hmm. 3HL 104.5 The Zone. Brent Doherty, Don Davenport, Ron Slay, and Austin Huff from CorkPats.com. That's Cork with a K. Oh, yeah. You get your uh, tw- uh, Instagram thing yeah. figured out? Huff? Uh, yeah, at CorkBats2. We're up and live. Uh, we launched last Thursday. Already hey. got uh, like 200 followers. So thank you to everyone who's already followed. If you haven't already followed, please, I will make your timeline better. I, I can assure you that. At CorkBats2. The cork is, of course, spelled with a K. Yeah, you guys outsmarted Instagram, man. Y'all just yeah, lock yeah. us out of CorkBats. We're going to come at you with CorkBats2. Yeah, right. Don't, cool. tell, don't tell Instagram. Don't tell Randy Johnson because... <laughs> If you remember he blocked oh, our old instagram you. account yeah mm-hmm. we're hoping he doesn't block this instagram account i love it all right top five reasons the titans will win the super bowl that's what you're going with today what? oh oh hell yes Bring it. hell yes Bring uh it. look and it look if you pay attention to this take you may be able to determine my number one before i even get there i'll leave a few breadcrumbs for you so just make sure you're paying attention listening closely uh, uh, you know, like Mr. Slay, let's not hop in, like stay in the chat during it. Like, <laughs> you, you just stay tuned in and you'll probably be able to determine my number one before we even get there. All right, let's get it. <laughs> All right. It's week one, which means hope springs eternal. Okay. Like, but if we're being honest, there's only about 22 teams who don't have a shot to me, the Titans are in that top 10. And if I wanted to get hella cheesy, I'd say they're the only 10 I see. But I'm not going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. And with today being NFL Christmas Eve, let's throw another Yuli log on the fire and give you my top five. All right. Number five, if you believe it, you can achieve it. All right. This is a mantra we should all live by. This is, of course, the number one thing to do anything. If you want to run a four, five, four, 40, you can if you believe it and put the work in. If you want to win the Heisman, you can if you believe it and you put the work in. If you want to get your nose pierced, you can if you believe it and go to Claire's in the mall without telling your mom. Number four, Jeffrey Simmons. Okay. Anyone in the NFL who has the nickname of Big and then their name, you already know is just a massive human being. All right. And Big Jeff is just that Mm -hmm. big, six foot four. And wait, hold on. Only 304 pounds. Yeah, maybe in his jock. Big Jeff is a guy who's extremely coachable, right? While at the same time, not very coachable. And by that, I mean, you don't want to sit next to him on a plane. The Titans have a bunch of these dudes, but none bigger than Big Jeff Simmons. The way he can strong arm defenders, 
To me, he's the best interior D lineman since Henry Ford. And with, with the addition of Danico Autry and Bud Dupree, it's pick your poison in the trenches, guys. You don't want you, you don't think that's going to open things up for that human building named Big Jeff. Number three, the anniversary of this season. All right. This season marks the 22nd anniversary of the Titans winning the American Football Conference. And this one feels similar to that season. A strong running back, a rebuilt defense with some rookie contributors, a quarterback who people refuse to respect. I know Vols fans say it feels like 98, but to me, it feels like 99. Number two, the entire passing game. And this is kind of a few answers lumped together, but okay, bear with me, all right? I know BNA has been going through some major upgrades over the past few years. Mm-hmm. RIP in peace to BNA carpet. Miss you, homie. There's still, but some. I did not expect, yeah, but I did. Little. There is still, yeah, there's still piece. like a little bit left. Just I was to just tease saying, you. Yeah. It, That's what they're really doing. Is. I, you know what I do during my layovers in Nashville? I literally just, I go there and I just stand in that corner until my, my next plane takes off. <laughs> but look, I did not expect to get this type of air attack this soon to Nashville. AJ Brown and Julio Jones. I mean, what do you get when you get 11 times two? A freaking death warrant for opposing defenses. That's what. Seriously, th- these are the best talent this franchise has had at wide receiver since Derek Mason. All right. The greatest wide receiver of this generation lined up across from the greatest wide receiver of next generation. It's present and future. And they're fixing to leave DBs in the past. And then there's Ryan Tannehill. All right. I know what you're thinking. Ryan Tannehill cracking the top five of someone's preseason list. Who am I? Right. Clearly not an NFL writer. But if you are an NFL writer, listen up. This is called giving respect where it's due or maybe even double due. My buddy, Matt Hamilton, who works on Good Morning Football, he came out on TV this week and he said that Ryan Tannehill is his best bet to win MVP. As futures bet, Ryan Tannehill is plus 2,800 to win MVP. That's good for 11th best in the sport, the highest of any Titan, all right? Since taking over as the Titan starter, only Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees have better passer ratings. And he did all of that before getting Julio Jones. He didn't have a U.S. Olympic track team at wideout, Patty Mahomes, nor did he have the freaking Avengers at wideout like Tom Brady. He had A.J. Brown and let me check my notes here. Oh, Corey Davis. Yeah, let's see what this dude can do with two baby goats on the outside. All right, go off, King. And finally, my number one reason why the Tennessee Titans will win the 2022 Super Bowl. Here we go. If you picked up on my very subtle breadcrumbs, you know where I'm going. Or if you actually, if you just know anything about corkbats.com, that's again, cork spelled with a K. Then, you know, (laughs) you know, know we are the number one fan site of the guy of this guy on the Internet. Okay, the number one reason why the Titans will be crowned. There's another breadcrumb for you. Really slow people. And Don, you might want to go ahead and plug your ears for this one. (laughs) Derek Lamar Henry Jr. All right, my man rushed for 2,000 yards last season. People said he wasn't valuable because of his position. My man rushed for the fifth most yards in the history of the sport and led the sport in rushing for two straight years. People said, yeah, well, he's a running back, and that position is dead. My man literally has ended the career of not one, not two, but three NFL players with his stiff arm alone. Alexander Myers of the Lions, now a free agent. Earl Thomas of the Ravens, now a free agent, and probably out somewhere with his brother. Josh Norman of the... Well, Josh Norman actually signed this week with the San Francisco 49ers, but we all know that San Francisco is a sanctuary city, so they're probably just protecting him there. (laughs) 
Madden gives Derrick Henry a 96 rating, the second best among running backs. His own peers voted him fourth in the entire sport in the NFL Top 100. And both of those things somehow feel disrespectful. But it's fine. The more you disrespect this man, the hungrier he gets. People say CTE is the biggest threat to the future of football. No, it's not. It's Derrick Henry. I mean, how many grown men have to be physically murdered between those white lines before you give him his respect? And the thing I love most about this dude, he won't tweet out the handwriting and notepad emojis like little Patty Mahomes does when he gets disrespected. He merely gets back to work, filming more workout videos than Billy Blanks. And it makes sense. This man makes a P90X after photo look like Vince Wilfork. Derrick Henry <laughs> is stronger than John Henry. And John Henry was made up. He was a, a freaking tall tale. <laughs> look, it's not if, but when the Tennessee Titans are crowned champions in February 2022, it will be after riding the shoulders of 22. Oh. And there it is, all tied oh, together. Nice. Sanctuary oh. City and all. There he is, Austin Huff, CorkedBats.com, Corked with a K. I hope he doesn't run soft this weekend. Yeah, he'll be proud of me, too, because I, 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 I took notes. I took notes. Don, though. just no tweeting in the first half, okay? We all know Derek, he starts slow and finishes strong, okay? <laughs> okay. I love it. Okay. Uh, thank you, Austin. Appreciate it, man. Good thank stuff, you, guys. Man. All right, there he is. Top five reasons the Titans will win the Super Bowl. Derek like Lamar it. Henry Jr. Would Derek Henry be a different kind of player if his name were Lamar Henry? Yeah. Lamar Henry sounds like like a scat back, like fast, like Darrington Evans. Derek's the one. He uh, went with the right name. I think it's safe with Like Derek. Derek sounds like more of a like, like I'm yeah, coming at you I'm name. Derek. I'm going to stiff arm my hand through your esophagus. <laughs> <Darn>. <laughs> That's, <crap. laughs> That's what he did to Josh Norman. Hey, uh, college football notes. We did get to it yesterday. Uh, some some quarterback play we need to talk about. Also, uh, at, there's Alabama and there's everybody else. 3HL 104.5 The Zone.